You're listening to Three Fuel Podcast, a podcast about the most advanced sports nutrition and sports recovery product on the planet. I'm your host, Aaron Olson. For more information, go to threefuel.com. I'm here today with Chris Stouty Stoutenberg. Chris is a CrossFit box owner, a Paralympic Games gold medalist, and, a, and coaches boys basketball. He's a big believer in self-confidence and, and determination. He lives by the motto, no excuses. Chris, it's great to talk to you today. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, it's, it's great to be on the show. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, Chris, uh, I'm excited to talk with you. Uh, give our listeners a little bit of a background uh, as, about you as an athlete. How did you get interested in sports? Well, as a kid, like I would have been, I was on, my dad was a big athlete. My family, uh, my mom's a basketball, was a basketball coach. My father is a hockey player, played uh, through university and uh, in, into some of the later pieces of in Canadian ho- hockey. And so I was, you know, as a kid, I think I was on skates at three and on a pair of skis, probably at the same age. And just sports were kind of like, that's just part of our lifestyle, right? So for me, it came naturally. It was just kind of that's part of how we lived, and uh, I really liked almost everything. Everything I ever tried, I played when I through my high school career. I played uh, high school and, and pub school, and I played everything. Like I was, I skateboarded, I snowboarded, I basketball, football, hockey. Took a trip through the track and field team. Played a bit on the golf team. Like just if there's some competition aspect to it, I'm uh, I'm all about it. Chris, that's pretty incredible. You've you've had this great background in sports. Um, so tell me, how did you get to the place where you're at now? You had a pretty serious accident. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what happened? Sure. You know, I was uh, I was 19, and uh, I was actually just getting ready for. Uh, I was going to play football at University of Guelph, so we were just getting ready for summer camp. And I, uh, I was out at a friend's at uh, and up on the the second floor balcony and um you know it's one of those things that uh probably wouldn't wouldn't happen if you did it 99 times before that i happened to be the person i leaned against the railing and the railing had been rotting away i guess and uh and it snapped and before i could catch myself uh i was upside down and then i was on the ground and uh the way i'd landed uh i'd landed on my back with my arm tucked behind me and where my arm crossed my spine i uh, broke t6 t7 t8 and uh you know so i i after a bunch of you know flew me i'm in i'm north north uh, i'm central ontario but like northern we're more in the cottage country area so they flew me into toronto i had surgery when i all woke up uh, a couple days later it was uh you know the surgeon standing over top of me saying uh you've had an accident uh and you've broken your back and in these places and uh and you're not going to walk and uh you know that's that's a lot to take in right away but uh i i kind of made a quick decision very fairly quick probably within like two or three days after that that i just was like okay well if this is the deal then let's figure out how to do stuff this way you know what i mean mm-hmm. you, you kind of get a there's a point in time and people talk about it all the time there's a point you get a decision kind of put in front of you and it's uh there's not a lot of gray area you can't be like well i kind of might try or maybe i won't either that's your you give up or you go and i decided to go and uh from there uh uh, in to rehab i forced my way into rehab they said oh it's gonna be like six months before you get out of the hospital to get into rehab and i 
I just kept pushing every day. I actually have a point where I was sitting on the edge of the hospital bed where they weren't going to let me have a wheelchair yet. And I said to the nurse, I said, um, well, I'm going to either jump off the bed and then you can deal with whatever happens after that, or you can just get me a wheelchair. It's just, you got me one. And then the doctors were like, you know, we got to get rid of them. We can't, <laughs> we can't keep them here. We just, let's just put, force them in, find a spot for them. And when I got the rehab, they're like, okay, well, it's like, it's a half a year progress. And this was in June. I said, listen, I have my first year of university starting in September. So I'm going to, I'm going to be out of here at the end, at the beginning of September. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not possible. You won't be able to do that. And, uh, let it behold, uh, about a month and a half later, they're like, uh, there's nothing else we can do with you. We might as well let you back into society. <laughs> and from there, I just, uh, you know, it was a quick transition. I, uh, I learned a couple of different sports. Uh, I really picked up on, I played basketball all my life. I played uh, high school. I played uh, on the rep team that traveled, uh, that played at the provincial level. And uh, so that kind of was, I was a football player by heart, but uh, the basketball was, the, was something that was an option at that point in time. And I started playing there. And within nine months playing on a club team in Burlington, Ontario, I was asked to play for the Canadian junior team and, uh, and the, or sorry, the Ontario junior team and, uh, at the Canada games. And I played there. And from that exact tournament, the coach of the Canadian team said, you should come out to the men's provincials. And from there they said, you should come and try out for the Canadian team. And from there he said, you should come down to university of Illinois and play for me, because the uh, coach of the Canadian team at that point in time was the coach of the of Illinois, and he said you should come and play for me down here. So, within under a year and a half, I broke my back. I went to school. I left the University of Guelph. That's where I'd gone to school. Transferred to University of Illinois. Made the Canadian team, and uh, and it's been a, a fun ride ever since. Wow, Chris, that's just an incredible story. I mean, the determination that you have, uh, have you always had that or was it getting injured that, you know, yeah, brought something pretty, out in, in you? I'm pretty stubborn in general. So I, some people say it's determination. I think more along the lines of, and I kind of do too, like it's, yes, I'm determined, but I'm also very stubborn. So I'm not a, I'm not easy to tell me that I, if you tell me I can't do something, you're more likely just egging me on to go and do it. Right. So People, you know, oh, you're not. That's that's not going to happen. That's too soon. There's no way people don't come out of rehab that fast. I was like, well, that now I have to prove you wrong, right? Like, so I, I was. I you only get an hour. I don't know if you're familiar, but like in a rehabilitation center, you get an hour with an actual uh, physiotherapist, and then you get an hour with an occupational therapist, and then the rest of the day you don't have anything. You just have nurses that are in the facility. So I would figure out who's been here longer than me and I would just sit 15 feet away from their session watch what they're doing mimic it on my own and so when I come back to my session the next day she'd be like oh we're gonna cover this I'd be like yeah I can do that yep I can already do that yeah and uh, we'd go through and she'd like okay well we're, you know in, in one session we go through five days so it's just, that's how, you know that was how I got out and it's kind of it's just kind of the way I I uh I operate I guess yeah, I like to get things done. So, what was that like uh, transitioning to a very high level of basketball? Uh, had you been uh, interested in basketball beforehand, or you said yeah, you were like, mostly football? I was mostly football, but I played basketball. Like I played at the highest level I could play at that age, right? I played, uh, which is you know, in Canada they have provincial organizations. So in Ontario, it's the OBA, the Ontario Basketball Association, and each region 
takes a team of, uh, that's what I coach now. Uh, you take a team of athletes that are in your region and then you compete for, as a rep team for your region. So I played that, which is the calling the trailblazers. I played for them and now I actually coach. I started coaching the under 13 and I've moved with that team, the under 13. And then we played, uh, under 16 and we're playing under 16 again this year. Uh, and that's so from that development league that I started in and I'm now coaching that I, basketball is a great sport. It's, uh, I'm big team. I'm not a big individual. I'll do some individual sports. I have done them in the past, but I'm I'm big into the team atmosphere. Okay, and you're also a CrossFit box owner. Tell me about CrossFit and how you got into that. I uh, when I retired, sorry, I'm just gonna let my dogs in. They're driving me nuts, barking at the door. Okay. Uh, when I retired from basketball, like I, I took a break there, and uh, you know I've been doing the everyday. Sport Canada training, you know, uh, it's all I'd ever been used to, bench press, bicep curl. But for an, a wheelchair athlete, there's no real, like, you know, you'd have back day and leg day. You don't really have that. So when I got a chance to really kind of broaden my horizons and see what was out there, I was introduced to Scott Thornton and uh, Tyson Hornby. Scott Thornton, who played in the, the NHL for 17 years, opened a box here in Collingwood and... Uh, so I went out and checked it out, and uh, they weren't really sure. We were none of us were really sure how how it was going to be, how we were going to adapt, and whatever. But I said, you know, let, let's just we'll figure it out as we go. But if, I'll try it. If I can't do it, we'll try a different way. And uh, from there, you know, that was uh, that was almost three. That was over three years ago, and uh, I I was addicted like right away, like most people who stick with CrossFit are. Uh, I was in, I was all in, I was actually probably overly all in because I was like trying to be in the box six to seven days a week, right? Not even trying to, trying to be like, okay, well, my rest day is I'm just going to go in and see what's going on. And uh, I got addicted to, to the lifestyle and just the, the, the people and the community. So when Scott uh, with CrossFit Industry, when he, he's got, he had gotten to a point, his son's gone to university, he'd been doing this. He opened the box seven years ago. He was, uh, he started in his garage Anyways, long story short, he said, you know, I'm thinking of of getting out. Are you interested in coming in? And I, I was all over it. I said, yeah. Uh, so we, we actually just have recently made that transition. And uh, it's uh, it's very, very exciting. I, I love all our members and we have a great community. And uh, I, I split the ownership with uh, Tyson Hornby, who actually is a football player, funny enough, that uh, – he played University of Guelph, and then he uh, he actually played a little bit of his time in uh, Australia, and that's where he learned CrossFit and brought it and came back here to and met Scott. So it's uh, it's exciting. I I I, uh, I couldn't ask for anything better. It's uh, it's it's not often you get to do what you want to do every day, and uh, and I get to do that, and I've got to do that for a long time now. I got to you know I played basketball as my main source of daily activity and now i get to do crossfit and teach people crossfit yeah well congrats on that chris now tell me a little bit how do you actually adapt the workouts uh for someone uh like yourself who's in a chair so how does that work so we learned basically trial and error right like we had a lot of different ideas and we try to we try to take so like when i look what is a squat right my major engine is not through my legs and through my and it's not through my my posterior chain my major engines through my shoulders and arms so 
your squad is doing is trying to drive the bigger engine, right? So we think, okay, we think dips. Can you dip? Can someone do a dip? I can do dips. Uh, I can do ring dips. I've learned. I started just on the floor and then putting them up off of boxes and then on the parallel bars and then move to the rings. But we use dips. If you can't do dips, we, we, we do, uh, sometimes some, some athletes will be able to do back extensions. So we, we use their, their core sitting in their chair, bringing their chest to their knees and back up. You know, it's just, we've come through a long time. This is three years of a process and we have a large range of scales compared to disabilities because disability, a, a break at a T6 compared to a break at a T4 in your spine, there's a, there's a big range of motor function that's lost there. And uh, you can't expect them to be able to do the same thing. Like, uh, I, I, you familiar with Kevin Ogar? No, I'm not. Tell me about him. So, so Kevin Ogar, he, uh, he's a, a CrossFit athlete. He was a CrossFit athlete. He was a re- regionals athlete, a team guy at CrossFit Unbroken. And he actually broke his back uh, almost a year ago. And uh, he broke it at T11. So he's now back and he's been doing some stuff. And I've actually been feeding, we've been kind of feeding back and forth exchanging ideas there's another guy gustavo marquez who's uh he's in san jose and he trains with uh a few of the like uh miranda olroyd and stuff some of the crossfit big names out there and so there's a big good flow of ideas but for the longest time i was (laughs) i felt like i was on my own i'm searching online i'm looking for other wheelchair athletes that are doing crossfit and i'm coming up with nothing so we just started putting together kind of a bit of a a handbook is what is is what it is of where can you do, what can you do at different levels and where can you try to progress to the same as you would in CrossFit, right? If you come in, you try to pull up, you can't do them, you get it on a band. We do the kind of the same thing. You can wrap bands around someone's wheels. You can take them out of their chair and set them on a box and wrap the band underneath their, like their butt so they sit on the band. You can lower the bar to take that away. Uh, so yeah, it, you know, we look at each individual situation and adapt from there. We have a great idea because we've been doing it for long enough that we, we we have a good ballpark where to start. But until you get a good physical assessment of someone, you're not really sure what is going to be there. And guaranteed, if they start two, three months down the road, that will change. They'll be able to do more two or three months down the road from there. They'll be able to do more. And yeah, it's just it's the same for everybody, right? The same as if you were to get in or, or I was. There's going to be a starting point and you're going to get better as you – continue to practice mm-hmm. well chris tell our listeners a little bit about what it is about crossfit that keeps you coming back what is it that you're so interested you said you got hooked on it and for people who haven't tried crossfit yet what is part of the allure of crossfit i think it's it's i think it's a little bit of just what like what i was saying is the fact that everything yes there's an rx right yes there's this prescribed workout but everything is is relative to what you can do but it's varied so you get a ton of different uh activities you're never really feeling bored it's for me it's exciting to know the new challenges to be able to see to be able to do some measures that actually stand out and i can say you know what a month ago i was or two months ago i was a minute slower and 10 pounds less on the bar than i was now so obviously what i'm doing like you see the results. I'm very, I guess I'm, I'm really result driven, right? I like to know things are, are, are working and taking place and, and CrossFit is a great way. It's got a, it's, it's a bit of a scientific method. And, uh, the other piece that for me is just everybody's suffering together. 
you know what I mean? You get in the box and you, the workout, you look on the board or you, you saw it the night before online, depending on how your box puts it out and you're kind of a little anxious and you might even be dreading it a bit and you get into it and you look around and everybody's in the same state. And when you finish, everybody is ex- excited. They might not be able to express it because they got they have no breath left, but it's just, it's a community. It's positive. A lot of egos get checked really quick and, and people aren't trying to outdo each other. There's a bit of competitiveness, obviously, but it's it's good, healthy competitive that the what I've experienced has been nothing but uh but great like and I've been around to other boxes to see how it's done I was actually down in Houston I got a friend down there uh that uses a wheelchair and he's uh at CrossFit Redefined and he's um he's kind of doing the same thing I'm doing now he owns a box there as well and we're just trying to promote that it's it's all inclusive. They talk about how it's uh, you know if you go on CrossFit.com, they talk all inclusive, and we we're trying to really show them that yes, it is it it is all inclusive. We people with disabilities, people with other issues, uh, can do this, and you can get outside, and you don't have to feel like uh, everything's against you or everything's difficult. You you can make your life easier. You know, there's there's obstacles everywhere, and if you're strong. And, uh, and confident, you can overcome a lot of other obstacles just by doing it. And do you use CrossFit for your basketball team as well? I sure do, yeah. I got, uh, three years ago, I put them in there. And, you know, I had some parents that were, oh, I've heard about CrossFit. Um, I don't want them to get injured. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they went from, the, to give you a little background, the team that I took was basically in the, there's 13 divisions throughout Ontario, and they were in the bottom division, and they were, they were the top of the bottom division, but not where they could have been. We did some strength and conditioning the, the the next that over that summer and that year coming in and through the year while we played and we finished in the fifth division number one. And then last year we moved into the fourth division and finished third. And this year we'll probably play in the top two divisions. And they're great basketball players, but the difference that I see in them is they're incredible athletes. They can run they're quick. Their uh, agility, coordination is incredible. Uh, and because what they do in the box, maybe the best guy on the court isn't always the best guy in the box. So it kind of evens them out. They all have a place now to to show their talents and uh, and come together as a team. And they they're they're a great group of kids. And I couldn't ask for a better group of kids actually to to coach. And uh, I'd say it's coaching, but most of the, I find it's more along the lines. I'm just a spectators most of the time now they I give them some ideas and uh, I like to let them free think I give them the, I don't teach program and I teach theory uh, in basketball so I give them the idea of what I would like to see out of them and let them create off of that and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun it's been a great experience for me and Chris you're you're also a three feel athlete tell me a little bit about three feel and what your experience has been like using it well I uh I came from uh, my nutrition background would have came from like Canada Food Guide, right? I, I, I grew up on load in uh, the night before, load up on pasta before your big performance. And uh, it, I, so I believed in that for a long time. It wasn't until actually I was introduced to CrossFit that uh, I started getting some other uh, input on maybe there's other ways to do this, you know? And, uh, and then I met Brian. I, got introduced to Brian McKenzie 
and from uh, there, like, and the CrossFit endurance. And I've never been an endurance athlete. And uh, meeting him and understanding what his theory was for through CrossFit endurance, I was like, well, I got to give this a shot. I actually did a, a triathlon and a, and a marathon. And, uh, it was torture. I don't know if I would, <laughs> I don't know if I would, if I, if I could ever find myself to get into that headspace, I'm more of a, a, a fast paced sprint athlete, but, uh, but through that, that's where I discovered, uh, through fuel, I had figured out like eat, started to eat paleo, I paleo more real food, just trying to take, I started off by just trying to take anything processed out of my, my diet. Right. And starting to think of like, of a kind of hunter gatherer, that kind of style of, of, of fueling. And then, uh, through that, I, I was introduced to three fuel and through three fuel, you know, there's, I, I found it was, I'm not big on supplements and, and I, and I had a hard time even making the transition to go to three fuel at first. Cause I was like, well, what's in it, right? Like what, how, how do I know? And, and I, talking, I actually talking directly with Brian and with Aaron and they and you know, they're like, they, they told like telling me about the procedure of how it's, uh, you know, how it's made and, and what's in it and, and, and what they do. And so I started trying it and started fueling with it and, and just realized, you know, there's times that there was always these times where I, I didn't pack enough to eat or I didn't feel like I could get something in my stomach right after a workout and, and, or maybe even before, like if I coach classes at six and 7am and it's like at that time of the morning, I don't know. Sometimes I just can't get anything in my stomach. You know what I mean? I just don't have it in me. And, uh, so I started trying, trying three fuel and started putting it in and the results have been fantastic. I feel, I feel good. And I don't feel like I've missed like something, you know, sometimes you're sluggish. I don't feel sluggish very often anymore. And I still, I use it as an aid. I still eat. I, I, I have an issue. I really like to eat. <laughs> so I eat a lot anyways, but I, I use it as an aid for me to fuel during performance. And actually after I sometimes use it as pre performance, but, uh, most of the time I've usually got a belly full of food and I'm ready to go at that point in time. But it's, uh, it's incredible. I, I, I I have a hard time putting my name behind something that uh, I wouldn't ever put it behind something I don't believe in. I, as a supplement, it was for me to be the, to make the admittance that I was like, yeah, this is actually working for me, and this is actually doing something, and something that I believe in positive. That uh, it was great, and Brian and, and Aaron and Brian Diaz, they've all been uh, fantastic with me, and uh, it's such a great uh, group of athletes they have in that three F army that I, I I could not say no when they extended the invitation. I was like, yeah, I be, I believe it's exactly what you guys are doing, and and I want to support it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's great, Chris. Do, can you tell our listeners uh, any way? Is there any specific way that you like to use it? I know some people like to blend things in with it, or do you just use it, uh, you know, with water and three fuel? Do you have so any? I just started. I yeah, I just uh, I just started getting into getting a bit create, creative with it. Uh, I basically been just water, three fuel, and then uh, I saw Brian had what well, actually. Uh, I you sent me a link before this interview at. Uh, and um, he had talked about the pudding, so I haven't tried that yet. Brian mm -hmm. about making the pudding, but that's high on my list. It will happen within the next day or two. Uh, I like it in the coffee, for sure. I'm a, I'm definitely. I need a coffee in the morning. I have to have coffee in the morning. I was doing a lot of bulletproof, just butter and coffee, or 
coconut oil and coffee. And this is, uh, I like to put the vanilla in, throw it in the blender, even with the, depending on where, what my fat intake's like at that point in time, even maybe with a little bit of uh, coconut oil or butter in there and blend it up and you're good to go. Uh, I haven't tried, uh, I haven't tried, like I said, I haven't tried the pudding yet. And, uh, I see a couple things. Uh, I see people putting it in smoothies and stuff. I haven't done that. I usually just have it in my water bottle, but I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to, uh, to venture out <laughs> and see what else is out there. I definitely like, would like to try and blend it up with a bit of, uh, uh, kale and stuff and see where, where that goes. Yeah. See how well, that's, well, Chris, it's been great talking to you, and it's been very inspiring to, to me to hear your story about you know what you've overcome. Where do you recommend people go to find out more about you? Uh, so I have uh, a Facebook page. Uh, it's Chris Stouty Stoutenberg, and it's uh, my athlete page. And then I have uh, uh, an Instagram account. Uh, it's at Stouty08, so that's S-T-O-U-T-Y-0-8. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Stouty underscore 13, which was uh, my basketball number. Uh, but I, we actually, my partner and I, Tyson are just, I can give you the website, but it won't come up right now. Cause we're just, uh, it's under construction. We're just starting. We're doing something called uh wheel wad where we're, we're taking all the stuff that we've learned about teaching people, uh, who use wheelchairs about fitness and starting to put it out online. So there's a, a database where people can go and, and, uh, other coaches can go and pull from. And then, uh, from there, we're actually going to teach a couple, uh, seminars out of it to teach coaches so they can open up their boxes to people uh adaptive athletes that uh could come into their business and feel confident that they would know what to do with them so that's uh the website is www.wheelwad.com but uh you're gonna have to wait another week before if you go check it out right now i'll say under construction great chris well thanks so much for being on the show thanks i appreciate it Aaron. you've been listening to three fuel podcast For more information, go to 3fuel.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter with the handle 3fuel or find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 3fuel. Thanks for listening.